When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Kristen and I um, wanted to do something special for you guys. We've been getting a lot of requests. Well, it's more special for ourselves. Right, exactly. But you guys were also in mind. Yeah. Well, always. You're always on our minds. And so, Well, sometimes. <laughs> some, some guys, maybe two people, <laughs> wrote in and said, what goes on behind the scenes of the Ask Women podcast? What do you guys do before the show? What do you do after the show? What do you do during the show? They wanted to see what sleeping. actually happens. Well, on your half, yes. Mm-hmm. It depends on who's on the show. But half the time, that is very true. And so we decided, let's get a camera crew in here and show people what actually goes on behind the scenes at the Ask Women podcast. So we have done it. We've edited it. It's kind of awesome. And we also gave you a video um, of a full podcast so you can actually see us instead of just hearing us. And the the truth is is that, yes, this is a a great behind the scenes. It's wonderful because it is jam-packed with information for you. But it's also a great way to support the show uh, and keep us on the air because it's a motive for Kristen to make some a- extra yeah, cash. Because I'm thinking about driving yeah. for Uber. So <laughs> exactly. So she getting needs, dire. Kristen needs some money and we need some support for the show. So I would love for you to go get a copy of the Ask Women Behind the Scenes video which gives you like 20 minutes I think of, of us behind the scenes before the show yeah it's show, basically and- like us kind of arriving like what the studio looks like here at yeah. Sideshow Network yeah. so it's basically us getting here uh, setting up uh, talking about what yeah. you know how we um, uh, what we discussed before the show and like grabbing coffees etc yeah super it's exciting so, stuff it's like it's like I am no it's, idea it's basically really boring but if you're wondering like what we look like yes. sitting at microphones and talking yes and then we have the that. wonderful sex with Emily uh, she was on the episode that we decided to do this for so she's super cute and she talks all about sex and pleasuring a woman and uh it, 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 it's you awesome you can see hand gestures which might be helpful I thought you for guys see hand jobs as well yes hand gestures of things to do that would be really yeah. helpful anyway if you want to support the show if you want to check out this behind the scenes footage of the ask women podcast go to winggirlmethod.com and slash behind the scenes winggirlmethod.com slash behind the scenes and get your copy of the behind the scenes video plus I'm going to throw in a free copy of my best selling book get oh, inside cool. her Ooh, I know maybe cool. a couple of other books. how much too. is this going to be this is going to be $149 no. <laughs> <laughs> well um, oh, I, I we are going to be very awesome and wonderful and we're going to sell this for $7.99 so please support the show please get the behind the scenes you get a free copy of my book get inside her go to winggirlmethod.com slash behind the scenes please guys I'm desperate <laughs> thanks guys <laughs> The Ask Women podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, comedian and one of your hosts here, of course, with Marty Kinner. She is a best-selling author and a relationship expert. Here with our voice of man, Ralph Sutton. You can find him on the SDR show or his nationally syndicated radio show, The Tour Bus, which um, is a really great show and is blowing up. Um, or is it the right? opposite? It's the other way around. Oh, the other way around. <laughs> I'm, I'm great. Tour Bus has really been on for like 10 years. Yes. Oh, 
But I was on the tour bus. That's how we know each other. We met several years ago in New York when actually the year that I fell in love with New York even more so. uh, And you were a part of that for sure. And then just my experience there. But yeah. That, that is the show for 10 years. And then the new show is SDR. Correct. Oh, okay. Which is with comedian Jay Okerson. And it's on one of the top um, funniest uh, comedy podcasts. Yeah, we were number one on iTunes comedy. And yeah. we're getting about 100, 150,000 downloads a month. And for someone naive like me, I don't know what SDR would stand for, which is sex, drugs, and rock and roll. So that might be appealing to our listeners because yeah. the word sex is in there. Right. And maybe drugs. Maybe some of our <laughs> listeners are into drugs. And then later in the show, we have Francie Buffal coming on, who's a very beautiful woman mm-hmm. who can talk to us about how you talk to women. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So cool. it's perfect. A well-rounded show, I think, mm-hmm. that we put together, Kristen. Very proud of us. That was your job. Yes. It was I your know. doing. Yes, I know. Because she didn't even know who anybody was. I had no idea. Sorry. Yes. yes. Typical. Well, Ralph, I wanted to talk to you about your lifestyle in general right. i'm guessing and from what i've heard from laney who is you know was my publicist is your publicist i'm guessing Correct. um she's she told me about you uh that your lifestyle in the past i'm not sure if it is presently but it was sex drugs and rock and roll and super hot girls and you you know batting them away and i, so, I don't i don't do drugs really i mean right. i barely do any that. drugs yeah but i've been around that i've been working in rock my whole life, so around me all the time is a cavalcade of drugs, but uh, I don't. I smoke pot once in a while on the show because it's funny for the show, right? But I don't actually. I mean, that's why you guys are doing so well. Yeah, maybe. And Should we start actually, doing that here. As if it, we drank, I think we'd do better. Yeah, yeah everyone so does that, but I think they lose their. Sometimes you lose your train of thought if you're too high or too drunk. Right. You know? And I, as a joke, said when we first started, ah, when we hit a million downloads, I'll try mushrooms. And now that's happening <laughs> so now in October, so I'm freaking out because <laughs> I've never done that. See, yeah. that's surprising. I'm not like trying to categorize you, but by like the skulls and stuff. Right, I know. You look like you would have I look have like done I'm a badass mushrooms. and I'm like a gentle fawn. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly kind of how Lainey described it. Yeah, it's really it's it's funny, funny that she yeah. says that. And also because of my size, I'm a big guy. So why have you chosen not to? try drugs I just you know I remember being very young like maybe 14 or 15 and someone offered me cocaine and I just think I have a very logical analytical mind and my response was no before I try this let me make sure I understand it's addictive expensive and illegal Right. Why would I want to find out if I like this a lot? It just seems like a problem. Yeah. Wow. So I just 14, never tried you it. made that decision? Yeah, 14, I remember 15. being 13 years old and I was with my cousin and she kind of went, we have very similar names. Yeah. And she went kind of one path and I went the other. Um, and it was just kind of funny because we shared names and she like had like a children, like children with three different fathers, et cetera. And R- was wow. Like, okay. You know, Kristen Carney, Crystal Carney. But it, no, no, it's Kristen, not Crystal. Anyway, uh, she. I remember going with her to this like drug house when I was like thirteen, what? and it scared the living daylights out of me. It was like the I curtains were life. the curtains were pulled. It was like bright outside and sunny, but like the what? curtains were pulled, and it was like all these guys like smoking and no. like a movie. It was scary, and they were wearing like black hoodies and like listening to like, gangster rap, oh and it was like my. My brain said no, 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 and I never oh, went toward any of that. Thirteen? So. You sure you just went watching the movie Blow? Like yeah, it was exactly. That kind of sounds. <laughs> Actually, I think I was acting, and I got paid <laughs> millions of dollars. Exactly. And... Well, I didn't see cocaine until I was like fifty. Oh, not fifty. Twenty-six. I remember it was at this birthday party, and these people were doing it. It was like in this big shower stall in a hotel room, and I was like, oh my god, they're doing cocaine over there. And I had said it to my husband and my boyfriend at the time, like. Did you like turn up your there. collar and go, oh my goodness, there's cocaine over there? No, but I was like, should I go watch? <laughs> For me, it <laughs> was like the like, grossest yes. feeling in the world. I, I never felt the same after. It was like they stole my innocence. Yeah, that's how I felt yeah. too. Even at like 25, 26, <laughs> they had it wrapped up in an Us Weekly and I was more right. interested in like, oh, what does that article say than 
the actual <laughs> right. cocaine. I was like, oh, this is like kind of seedy. Let me read that article on me. Friends between the cocaine. Yeah, right. I'm like, what's going on with this, that couple? They're breaking up. That's horrible. Um, but yeah, I kind of felt the same way as you. But I want to get to the the sex and women part of okay. the rock and roll world because I'm guessing you got to partake in a little bit of that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I've had, a, I've definitely had a, uh, a a pretty wild experiences in my in my life. You know, I mean, I think that. If you're a single man, I, I'd love to have a serious relationship for sure. And I think we talked we about, talk about that. But until I do, I'm not going to sit at home and twiddle my thumbs. I'm going to go out and date. And hopefully uh-huh. one day one of them will be the girl for me. I'm going to twiddle just, my wiener instead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just hasn't happened yet. But I've had you know, a lot of partners. I've had group sex things. I've been to sex clubs. I've, I've tried to, I like See, to, see if I ever everything. did that, I'd have to be on drugs. That really? Would... You know, I like to try, I like women and I like a Doing relationship where you're open to trying everything because you never know what you might like right. or not like. And I believe not in just sexually, but with food, with anything in life, you should try anything twice mm-hmm. because the first time it just may have been a really crappy experience. Right. If you first time having a banana, it was a green, unripe banana. You'd say, oh, my God, bananas are awful. Yeah, but then the someone says, no, no, you got to wait until it turns ripe. You try it again. Like, oh, okay, this is good. Yeah. So just like with sex, your first experience with someone dry, trying something different might be horrible. But if you get the right person and do it the right way, you might love it. So yeah, I'm a very point. big fan of just trying things that even make me uncomfortable sometimes yeah. because it's just a new experience and I'm always into new experiences. But well, then it also gives you other things to talk about. Like right. If you have all these new experiences that you are saying yes to, within within limits, obviously. Right. Of course, I'm not going to go be... kill someone to see if I like it. Right. Exactly. Not twice, especially. Right. Not twice. Yeah. You have to figure out what you like, but it gives you more conversation, more things to talk about and a right. better way for you to evaluate who is right for you to have sex with, to partner up with, Exactly. Whatever. And just like when I was a kid, I went into a like a deli. I'd order a turkey sandwich, right? Because I'm happy. I'm 14. Whatever it is, I ate it. Now that I'm 45, it's let me have the low sodium turkey. Right. I want the multi grain bread, the Dijon mustard. Because you know what you like now. You can understand it after years of trying different things, and that's just where I am now. And I don't believe in settling. I'm not going to say, okay, I'm too old now. I should be in a relationship. Right. I'm not going to just do that for the sake of being in a relationship. It sounds like you have a fun life. So I, yeah, I'd enjoy myself, yeah. but I would love to be in a relationship. I just, you know, it gets a little uh, mind numbing after a while telling the same introductory stories to other women. It just it gets numbing after sure. a while. The same stupid jokes or whatever. But <laughs> um, have you found a way to keep it interesting? For yeah, you I mean, uh, first of all, I now, especially numbing? with the podcast, I will stay on bad dates for the story. Just right. to be able to talk about it on the air, you know, and things that I normally would have punched out on a lot sooner, uh, now I stay longer because I have a story to tell. Right. You know, there's that's a reason for it. But now most guys who are listening don't have a podcast right. to then relay the bad stories. Is there something that you do to make it more interesting for yourself if you are on a bad date where you uh, make it more entertaining for you? I'm at the point now where when I first meet a girl and I'm attracted to her, I'm hopeful that this could be the one. That's my thought. And then usually... As we're dating, they go to one path or the other where something happens where I'm like, okay, this girl is not going to be someone serious for me. Maybe we're just going to have a physical relationship or, oh, this is going great in the right direction. But sometimes things happen where I have to punch out because I just realize it's not for me. But I'm very willing to entertain the idea of casual relationships for fun, but I don't lie. I will tell girls immediately that I'm not looking for something serious. I won't say it if in, you don't see them. If I don't see that, then yeah. well, let's get back to the the original question: Was when you are on a date, mm-hmm. are there things that you do 
to create a more fun experience. Because you said you've been dating yeah, a lot. Yeah, I'm a big advocate of multiple locations on a date. You know, I think you should always go somewhere for dinner. It's because you want to see them in different lighting. Right. right. That's that's and, the real test. Yeah. And, and not just that, but like the more experiences I think you put in someone's head, the more they remember you. Because like, oh, that was that place. This, oh, that was this, also and with this. him. And, that was, and I, I have like certain places where... I know the menu. I'm crazy about food. I went to cooking school. I ran a restaurant. I love food. And knowing food, putting me in an environment where I can express my knowledge in food. And then we'll usually go somewhere, either a bar or a comedy club or somewhere else where I know people because it makes you look like not only that you have friends, but you socialize, you're, you're comfortable. It, it yeah. gives you added value, so to speak. And it, it, it definitely 100% makes you more comfortable first. Right. But I would never, I very, very rarely will go somewhere I've never been on a first date because I think you're, you're uncomfortable. You don't know where you are. You don't know what to eat. Like when you're in control, you're like, oh, this is great. Or the waiter says hi or whatever. It puts you in a better frame of mind for everyone that you're with, anyone that you're with. Are there different types of conversations that you have or is it literally the same conversation? It's not. I mean, I'm a talker by nature, as you're probably already noticing, but <laughs> I can talk about almost anything. I have a lot of interests. So whether it's music or, or movies or politics or food or whatever, I have cursory knowledge of a lot of different things and just like to talk to people. And I think that is part of the, like I was on a date here three days ago, right? Like the second night I was here, it was a girl I met on Facebook through a friend of a friend just so she was in LA. So I added her and we went on a date and I could tell immediately that she was not into me. Like right off the bat, we were walking to the restaurant. It was short one word answers to my questions, And I was like, in my head, this girl is going to bail before we even order appetizers. Right. But as we walked in, I made a stupid joke to the waiter. We did something. I heard her laugh. She laughed again. And then all of a sudden, she, her attitude totally changed. Her body language totally changed. And at the end of the date, she asked me out for a second date because I was able to turn it around. Even though I was in, in a foreign environment, we went to sushi. I know sushi. I went to uh, cook, you know, training to cut yeah. sushi, and I know it well. So having that ability made me put and put me in a different light and all of a sudden this girl who was literally walking with her arms folded and short curt answers became giggly she said in the beginning of the date that she wasn't going to drink she's not drinking she had three drinks you know yeah. it totally changed her environment because i was comfortable around her and i was easy to talk to could you give a couple of examples of something that you did do to turn that around i would say the main thing was i made a stupid joke to the waiter i don't remember what it was exactly but when they brought the the, the menus over i th i said oh look how adorable these menus are which is such an in a nonsensical <laughs> right. throwaway but she laughed at that for some reason and I then would love it. That's and something else i don't remember two the three other things and uh well did you feel like the pressure was off because you knew she was already checked out i i don't i'm very good i'm the worst in the world at cold hitting on girls i'm the worst i cannot go up to a girl in a social environment a restaurant a bar whatever my brother is great at it i'm terrible at it but once that initial uh reaction is broken through where we're gonna go on a date or we've already been introduced i can talk to anybody for hours and i think that's why the the show does well uh str because i can make anybody uh open up and we've had people say things on our show that they call me the next day and say please edit that out i shouldn't have said that you know so i'm good with making people feel relaxed so that's just something that comes from talking you get used to it. Yeah. So what, yeah, I was going to say, what is it that you think it is that you do? Yeah, I just, I think it's used to being, being able to A, listen a lot and B, 
to engage and ask questions about their lives is a big thing. Uh, and then relating to that in some way, shape, or form. If she was uh, a model and she was at a photo shoot, oh, I was at an interview today and I was sort of like the same thing and talking about it from two different perspectives. Or if she loves food Would and I love food. Would you be able to show me an example? Of, of that? Of, of a conversation of how I, I have could... the worst fucking memory. I don't know if you can curse on here, but I have the worst memory. But No, uh... that's okay. No, but even we have uh, Francie on, on the show with us for the second half of the show, which I'll and bring her in And she happens to be a model. By the way, the, the, can I say the funniest thing happened, in, and I don't even know if she realized this, but it made me laugh. Um, I just saw your tweet, so I think I know what it's Okay, about. good. So <laughs> she, I was going to the bathroom, and I opened the door. She was coming in. Pretty girl opened the door, let her come in. I go to the bathroom. I come back and sit down and just open up a nonsensical conversation. Are you here for the show, too? Are you here for, for Ask Women? And she says, yes. And I said, oh, I am, too. And she mumbled under her breath, oh, God. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus, what did no, I do? No, no, I think you got that wrong. I think I said, oh, God, because we both said, why are we here? And then we went, oh, oh no, no, no. And I was then like, I was like, oh, God. I was like, what did I do? I was like, Jesus. Jesus Christ. No, what did we do? I That's know, our show. The, oh, God response. Yeah, and and I do, th do think, though, that I have that reaction sometimes. Maybe yours was uh, subconscious or maybe you didn't mean it that way. But because I'm a big guy. Yeah, you're intimidating. I have an looking. intimidating look. And I think that. Like, what am I getting into? Yeah. Like, oh, Jesus. You're probably like, oh, I got to go sit next to this fucking guy for now. You know? <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking that at all. <laughs> but I would like to hear, like, if you guys were to sit down for a date. So you've already had a conversation before. And, you've and I already know that date. she doesn't like me because she said the old <laughs> Right. Guy. But, like, le I would love. Love to That's hear ex exactly what you were explaining about having a conversation, listening, um, interweaving the conversation. Because for a lot of guys who are listening to our show, they may not know how conversation flow actually works and how to keep people engaged and actually show that you're actively participating in a conversation. So I would love to see. You want me to hit on her right now is what you're saying. <laughs> you can hit or you can, you can have a conversation. Yes, but I mean, I, I aren't like we technically see. like having a conversation? I'm, I'm, we are. Getting nervous we're now. No, I just don't nervous. understand. I just find it interesting. Come on, give it you a shot. I, well, I already know I have no shot with you, so that's what makes <sighs> me laugh the most is that there's absolutely – I've never had a woman say no to me before I even said hi. <laughs> that was a pretty unique experience. <laughs> I didn't say and that. And I know that you're from Newcastle. Yes. And I, I know very little about uh, Europe at all as far as especially England mm -hmm. and that area, but mm -hmm. where is that? That is the northeast of England. Oh, so it's still part of it's part of the UK. Sure. Yeah. Okay, because one of my best friends just married a guy who's from. I get it's near there, but I can't think of the name of the city. What are some of the other UK cities? Um, what near Newcastle? Yeah. Well, you've got Leeds, Yorkshire. Okay. Actually, he's from Yorkshire. Yorkshire. Yeah, and she he was he was dating. Uh, Kate Winslet is she from uh, England? Is that right? Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. She yeah is. he was dating her for a while, wow. and now my friend just married him. Wow. And uh, I'm supposed I was supposed to go to the bachelor party there because I've become friendly with him, but I know nothing about that area. Yorkshire party and I mean a, a bachelor party in Yorkshire. Yeah, it's just his, like he grew up there. It's just his friends. Oh. You know? and I was the only one coming from the United States, and I've never been to London. Oh, I've been you to should go. Fifty it's countries fun. and never London. Well, one time it's fun. Yeah, you don't go more than once though. I don't know anything to go. There's certain places like best places to see. Um. You know, well, Newcastle's pretty, but there's not really much to do there unless you're a really heavy drinker and you like mm -hmm. to party a I'm lot. Not, See, yeah. I would have led with, do you guys actually drink the beer, Newcastle? Oh, oh I even do, forgot about that. You know, they call that loony juice where I'm from because it's got a chemical in it that makes you go a little <gasps> really beer crazy. does? Really? Yeah. That's Newcastle kinda... brown ale has, has something in it. has a chemical in it that makes mm -hmm. you crazy. Is oh. it made Sales in Newcastle? Yeah, it's made right it is. in the center of Newcastle. Do people frown upon drinking? Because I know like in Australia, like you don't actually drink. Fosters. Yeah. Is it kind of like? 
oh, you don't drink Newcastle. Yeah, it's a little nasty. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's a little yeah. nasty. I don't. Exactly. I'm not a big drinker. I don't drink. But a lot. But it's super strong. So like, is it stronger goes... than a regular beer? Okay, so oh, I'm going to yeah. interrupt you. As wonderful as a conversation. <laughs> no, this is a threesome Newcastle. right now, yeah, by the exactly. way. Get out. Um, th- that was a good flow of conversation. I liked how you kept the conversation going. You brought in things that meant something to you, right. and then bounced it back by asking more open-ended questions. But from I know right now it's a weird situation. Mm-hmm. But how did you feel that conversation? Well, I mean, he seemed interested, you know, to ask where I was from and didn't seem ignorant about the fact that he's never been to England. He was pretty open about it, you know, and, but, and honest. But also revealing that I've been to a lot of places, yeah, which yeah, is cool. Yeah. Like, obviously, he's into traveling. Yeah. yeah. I've been to Did many places keep you in further Europe. engaged? Yeah, well, it made me want to keep... Because women like to talk, you know? We want to talk about ourselves. So it's... Yeah, it's now she only hates especially me 80%. Especially when you yeah. Kate Winslet <laughs> sentence there yeah, made oh, me yeah. more interesting. Yeah, exactly. for sure. Because that means, yeah. oh, you know people, right, too. Exactly. Oh, right. interesting. Yeah, You're yeah. at a certain level. So that was... But you just did it very naturally, and it wasn't like you were bragging or like you no. were saying, I've been to a million places. I'm so fantastic. You did it very casually, and it was real for you. Right. I was inside crying a little bit. I'm sure I can, I can sense that. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask, now that you're a part of the conversation, because you are very beautiful, and I'm guessing in the rock and roll world, you're around very beautiful women. You'd think so, but rock these days does not, young women don't like rock and roll. That's really? Yeah. But it's you've kind been of doing this for a long time, yeah, and you were in it back but then. But back then, sure. But lately, you, you, know, you know, I'm like the cruise I'm hosting in two weeks that goes to the Bahamas, and it's going to be 3,000 thousand people on the boat the only pretty girls there are the ones dating the guys in the bands right. there's no good looking girls on that boat oh interesting uh, i yeah. thought there were groupies what happened to that the groupies are at concerts but the problem, well, it's like now yeah. it's like the coachella thing is yeah that's big and also edm is huge like if you like if you're EDM? Uh, electronic dance music oh, if you're yeah. into that you, and you want to do molly and go party somewhere you meet a ton of gorgeous girls but yeah. it's just not for me i don't do yeah. drugs right know? well it's okay so i i um did a shoot at my house recently and the person who was filming who actually filmed our behind the scenes video which if you want to get that was can, it nate or the other guy it was nate um so you can go to wingirlmethod.com slash behind i have now forwarded so that it doesn't actually work um but nate used to be on a really popular uh tgif show when he was younger. oh he was mm-hmm. what was it i think he Sabrina told the us teenage oh yeah okay, he told so us yeah so so he, but he, and he was telling me all about his world when he was on that show and like the girls that he would interact with mm-hmm. and he was you know 18 to 25 oh, or something that when that show. me too so oh he was God. the guy yeah. henry or no whatever his name was harvey Harvey, yes so he was harvey you know harvey yeah wow. well, so, oh but, my so he God. came and some stand-up for me recently oh. I, but Oh yeah, I forgot he told me that. What does he um, look like these days? He's very cute. He's handsome. Cute? Very cute. I don't think he has much hair though. Ah, he always wears a hat. So yeah, he no wears idea. a hat. He's very cute. Anyway, yeah. the point of the story was he was telling me not that about no hair matters. No, yes. not that there's no. anything wow. wrong with no, that. No, I dated a bold guy. That's fine. My husband's well, good. You made, you made it sound like you did charity there for a second. <laughs> it is. Kind of, it's like, it's oh, like a Salvation Army of dating. <laughs> it's like when people think you're racist and then you're like, I, I, I'm friends with a black person. Right. I'm friends with a bald guy. Yeah. Um. Okay. So anyway, he was saying that back then. You know, he was interacting with a a different group, right? He was around a lot of models, a lot Mm -hmm. of really beautiful women in Los Angeles. And he he would go to other places too. But he had said that he had a very difficult time um, being around these beautiful women, not because they were beautiful. He had no problems talking to them, but because of the attitude that they had towards him where he would approach them and uh, one woman and this happened to him several times would turn to him and say what kind of car do you drive like he would he would encounter questions like that and i i would love to hear about your experience with women who are 
at that level. I mean, Chris and I are at that level, so I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we, we don't like to You mean brag. like super hot women? Yeah, so yeah, I don't, don't want like to like brag. Because yeah. right. we're like a nice version of them. But um... It's funny, there's actually a video that went viral where a guy is leaning up against a Bugatti. And yeah. he's saying very crass things to pretty girls walking by. Like, sorry to be so crass right now, but Not hey, you, you got nice tits. You want to go for a ride? Yeah. And a lot of girls said yes because he's leaning up against a Bugatti. But... Then when they say yes, he takes his keys out and he has the car next to it with like a piece of <laughs> yeah, shit Toyota and every girl backed out of the thing. And, it, you know, I mean, we I think we talked about this when you were on my yeah. show that you always hear how shallow men are, right? Because they only care about physicality. If the girl's hot, they're interested. But in the equal uh, counteractive logic of that is you take a guy that's not good looking you give him a billion dollars or make him super famous and not all women but certainly a large group of women all of a sudden will say yeah that guy's kind of attractive mm-hmm. because he has power or money or fame there's something about and him. there's something about him that women find attractive and it, i think that they're both equally shallow because a guy will be attracted knowing nothing about a girl just because she's hot. And a girl will be attracted because, oh, my God, the guy has money or that guy's famous. So it's not everyone. But there's certainly a subset of, of culture that does. So for me, when a woman is into that kind of superficiality, I punch out immediately. Yeah. Because it's just I know it's not going to go anywhere for me. I, a friend of mine is a billionaire. And his girlfriend and I have been friends for since I'm 16. And she put up a picture once of the two of us. All of her sycophantic friends added me on Facebook. All these gorgeous women because they think, oh, I'm friends with them. I must be a, a super wealthy dude also. And all of a sudden, all these girls are asking me out. And I was texting this girl. I said, Jen, this girl just texted me this girl. They said, yeah, they all think you have money. Mm-hmm. So I didn't say yes to dating any of them because it's going to go nowhere or I'm going to pretend to be wealthy right. just to get laid, which is not in my nature. Right. So it's just a matter of punching out early if you see if a girl asks me what kind of car i drive i would say i don't and i'm not interested anymore yeah, because I I don't yeah exactly have you ever dated girls who were like that and then found out afterwards that maybe they weren't like that well i think that in in general i date if i'm casually dating someone i will not get serious with anyone until we've dated for three or four months because i think everybody puts their fe- best foot forward and they pretend to be nicer or pretend to be their, their best version of themselves in their mind. And slowly, the cracks show. Yeah. And sometimes they're good cracks. Sometimes they're bad. You know, I dated a girl once for three months and then found out she was married. <gasps> she hid it for three months. Jesus. And then her husband wanted to threaten my life. I didn't know she was married. You ask someone if they're single, they say yes. You assume it's true. Right. You know? Um, so I will constantly wait out that initial period to get to know someone. Because also, on the contrary, sometimes people say stupid shit. Because they're nervous or they don't know, and maybe they're not as horrible as you think they are. Right. And you continue to date them and say, oh, no, no, they're actually a good person. Yeah. You know. Were there any girls that you've met who were at that level of, of like, you know, a, a nine or a ten, mm-hmm. like, let's just say? Um, I only date nines and tens. So but no, but I was going to say, um, who weren't like that? Yeah, sure. I think that everybody, it depends on your upbringing. And just like in fame, if someone's super famous or someone's super beautiful, if you don't have a good stability of friends that are telling you you're being an asshole, you grow up with a delusional sense of yourself. Gorgeous girls that have never been told that they are pronouncing something wrong because they're pretty and you don't want to say that you're pretty. On a first date once with this girl, she was wearing a shirt that was a mythological creature, half eagle, half lion. It's called a griffin, okay? okay? And I said, that's a nice griffin shirt you have on, on our first Peter day. Griffin? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and he's, her response was, it's not griffin, it's giffen. 
right? God. I said, well, I'm pretty sure it's Griffin. It's before we had uh, internet on our phones, <laughs> right? And uh, I said, well, I think it's Griffin, but I just punched out. Then uh, we have our date. When I got home, I emailed her a link to show her that it was Griffin. And she said that that reason she should have realized I'm an asshole and I shouldn't have because oh, she God. because I wanted to show that she was wrong. But I felt you should know when right. you're saying like if it's I'm embarrassed, it's right. like walking around with a booger yeah, and no one tells you spinach on your teeth. Right. I will tell someone immediately. Right. And sometimes they get embarrassed by that. Yeah. But I think I'd rather know. Of course. Me too. Yeah. Than like go home and be like, oh my yeah, God, I, I had spinach on my teeth. teeth the entire exactly. Night. So I'm, I actually think that men uh, propagate this by not saying things that they should to women that maybe they're not as funny as they think they are. I told a girl said to me once, I don't think you get my hilarious sense of humor because <laughs> I wasn't laughing at her jokes. And I said, I don't think you're as funny as you think you are. <laughs> and then we never saw each other again. Was that you that I went on a date <laughs> with? <laughs> so, so basically, these things don't work in terms of attraction. No, <laughs> exactly. And I, I just think that honesty is your best part. But, some, you know? but sometimes with the right person, that kind of bat, batting can create attraction. So what about these girls that maybe don't have their sights set on a billionaire who can whisk them around the world? Like these, these nines and tens who actually are wonderful Human beings People as yeah. well. Are they few and far, far between? I think they're definitely. I just was uh, casually casually dating a girl that was drop dead gorgeous uh, for like a month, and then she went back to her ex, which is sad. But that was like the first time in maybe three years that I was like, "This is a girl that I would marry." Like we had, we saw each other. She called me the next morning after our first date and said, "Let's get together today." And then we saw each other like six times in that first two week period, and everything was great. But then she went back to her ex-boyfriend because they have a long history, whatever. But right. that was the like a, a real top model girl, gorgeous and just super nice. Because she also she grew up homeless. She had a very hard life growing up. Her, di- her dad died. Good, very she early. deserves it. If she's so, that gorgeous, yeah. please. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they deserve so, what they get. But I think it gave her some humility and gave her. You know, right, when you grow right. up super wealthy, if you grow up beautiful, whatever, and you've never had hardships, you have a delusional sense of reality. Some don't. Some people understand the value of a dollar understand the value of being nice or being kind i was on a date with a girl once where poor she's... poor pretty girls are the coolest yeah for sure yeah because they appreciate things yeah. i was on a date uh, about two weeks ago in new york and a girl said to me ah i need to learn from you to be nicer to the help that's what you said about the, the weight you shouldn't step. call them the help that's what i said all, i right. said how about we start with you don't call them the help right they're people they're right. here help you know big deal they're staff there's just right. it's a waiter because I always say thank you or help them clear the table when they come by, whatever. She, and that's her response is, oh, I need to be nicer to the help. And that's so degrading. <laughs> right. And that's just someone that's you. never been corrected on that. Right, right. So uh, what I'm hearing from you is that it doesn't matter how beautiful they are. There's there's something else afterwards that's really important. Right. But unless, but if there's a girl that's like that, they will go towards the left for me, which is, all right, maybe I'll stick this out long enough just to have sex and have fun, right. but I'm not going to be serious with this girl. Okay. Is there a different way of approaching girls that are like this that you've noticed? No, I really believe, and I think people think I'm nuts when I say this, but everyone is available to everyone given the right set of circumstances. A girl that may be totally not interested in me at this moment in time, six months later, might have been if we met at that point. So it's all about the timing, where they are in their lives. It has so much well, to do with Well, it's also what you just said, like the help are people. Right. The pretty girls, they're people. So I think you approach them as people. Yeah. They're all people. But also just like, for instance, uh, a friend of mine who is not good looking and he's heavy and uh, he's a big black dude, right? This is when fi- when 50 Cent was dating Vivica Fox, right? So a long time ago. Long time ago. But Vivica was one of the biggest actresses in the world. The day that they broke up, 
he was walking into an iClub as she was coming out. And he just said something stupid to her, made her laugh. She was drunk. She was pissed off at 50 Cent. They ended up dating. Mm-hmm. It would norm- in a normal world, that would never happen. It was just right place, right time. And that's why I so believe... So you're saying she was desperate. Yes. And desperate <laughs> and probably wanted to get back at 50. And right. Like, I'm going to show him. I'm going to fuck this fat idiot right now. Right. You know, But it's just that... And that's just a, an extreme example. But I think that given the right approach, given the right timing, if a girl is single, a girl is ready, anybody's available to anybody. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I want to take a break and then I want to turn it over to a Francie and just hear her opinion on everything that's been said in the beginning half of the show. But thank you for being so open and honest. I love it. Oh, thank you. Uh, and we'll be back after this. <laughs> All right, so football season is in full swing. Um, I know that because the Bills lost. So that means we're in the season. Uh, And uh, I played DraftKings um, to keep it interesting for me. And when I went to play DraftKings, to be honest with you, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, But it wasn't that hard. I just made it more complicated than it was. So all I did was went to DraftKings.com, and I used the promo code AskWomen, and I got uh, $3 free. And I ended up playing... um, uh, in the 50, it was five or no, it was uh, five hundred thousand dollars guaranteed. Uh, and game. now you have five hundred thousand uh, yes, dollars. Now I'm really rich. And um, I thought you had to pick. This is I'm gonna embarrass myself. I thought you had to pick all your players from just one, See? one lineup of game. So like I, the Bills were playing the Patriots so I was just picking players from the Bills and the Patriots no really dumb because I sent my brother and my boyfriend a picture of um, uh, my screenshot of my team and I was like how's my team and they're like terrible what are you doing this is the worst team I've ever seen they're like you go you pick it's a draft of all the teams and so anyway once they helped me with that they picked a great team for me Um, they uh, got me all set up Super easy. So once we were uh, watching, once the game started, we were watching all the teams. Uh, I was watching my ranking. Um, and it made um, the game more fun? It made it way more fun because yeah. then I was checking on my phone, watching the game, checking on my phone, watching the game. Um, suffice it to say, DraftKings is still awesome. I didn't win, but that's because um, one of my players got injured. Um, so they were out. Um, is that okay to say, Andrew? Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, all that. I ended up ranking... Um, basically in the absolute bottom right but that's fine because there were people that ranked in the absolute top and they won bank really yeah which is crazy because i mean those people actually exist yeah like win a lot of money yeah. exactly yeah. oh that's how interesting so you can kind of, you know you can see your ranking and uh, yeah <laughs> where the other people stand and where you stand so anyway uh i'm gonna do it again next week so if you guys want to join me in playing go to draftkings.com Enter promo code AskWomen for the chance to win millions of dollars. And then you can tweet her and you can do it all live yeah, so that you're all... know how you're doing. Yeah, exactly. So that's DraftKings.com, promo code AskWomen. Hey you, this is Marnie and thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Take a quick moment to give us some feedback on our iTunes page. We'd really love to know what you think of us. And also, give us five stars, just because. Uh, hey guys, so we're back, uh, and and we're gonna start chatting um, about uh, being on the opposite end, being the pretty girl on the opposite end of being approached um, by the big dude, um, and how how it yeah. feels. But I want to hear what you think about what he had to say because you you are very beautiful. I'm sure you get hit on a lot. I want to hear 
what it's like from your perspective. Like what what is going on? Because Marnie you? and I have no idea. We we it never happens. No. To us. Which which part of what he said? <laughs> Everything about because uh, I'll dissect it down for you if you want. Yeah. No. Uh, wow. Men being shallow, <laughs> women being shallow, people who are into money. Um, um, really, I want to hear. You know. Like, What's strange is what I learned about when I moved to LA is that when you, because I'm from a really small part of England, right? And I grew up pretty normal and um, I've been a model since I, I thought you were saying I grew young. up pretty. I'm like, oh, we know. No. <laughs> yeah, we got that <laughs> no, part. No. Um, and for me, modeling is just kind of like a job. Doesn't mean, doesn't make me feel or think any differently. Um, but when I moved to LA, I realized how from the opposite side of what you were saying that it, it's kind of, you can use it as a currency here, which I find really strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I haven't used it as a currency and you kind of, you're expected to, and then you meet all these other girls who are in the same industry as you and they all use it as currency to get the rich guys, to get what they want, to get free stuff. Um, and I feel so far detached from that, that that whole that whole world feels very dark and very scary to me. So the things that you were saying earlier on, I, I get that those girls exist, but when, you, when you're not in that frame of mind, you can't even imagine what that life is like, you know? So there are some girls that are not like that. There are some exceptions that do not look for money, that do not look for, you know, everything that they want, who, you know, would love to be told that they'd pronounce something incorrectly. Mm-hmm. You know, that just, I guess what I learned is in Los Angeles, especially they're more few and far between, whereas where I'm from, it's kind of a lot more normal. Yeah. You know, a, a, my best friend, for instance, she's absolutely beautiful, beautiful girl, totally normal, NPR, just like a normal chick. Um, everyone stops and looks at her, but she's all these things that we're talking about would never come from her mouth, you know? It would never, it would just never even enter into her mind. And that's why being from England, I think there are, those girls do exist. But I think someone like me and my friend would kind of stay away from them, you mm-hmm. know? So, well, tell me about you. Are you single? I am, yes. Okay, so tell me about you. Hello. Hello. <laughs> There's some I love here, maybe. Hello. <laughs> but tell me about you and the last time that you were successfully, I don't want to say hit on, but successfully approached where yeah. somebody engaged you that you've never met before, mm-hmm. got your number, and then you actually went on a date with that person. Yeah. So I have a bit of a thing where, like, personality gets me. So I don't get really chat up very well like I don't drink as well so when I go out and, I, and some drunk guy comes over to me it usually ends pretty badly yeah um but uh, but I find it pretty uncomfortable when I get chat lines just kind of splattered out at me so I tend to ignore and avoid people quite a lot okay um I normally I'm the girl with like the fuck off sign across my forehead <laughs> but not to be mean just because I just where do you buy those it. can I get oh, some yeah, I'll give okay, you one. One. I'll get, go I've seen a lot of them yeah <laughs> um so for me the last time someone hit on me successfully was a friend and my the way things usually work with me is is that I, I'm friends with men for a long time and most of them are in the friend zone for a long time and then I realized too late that they wanted more and then I lose them as a friend and that kind of sucks. You know what I picture with you? I pictured the something about Mary mm-hmm. where it's like yes. all these guys, <laughs> they have, you have no it's idea. They're all... Unfortunately true, yeah. yeah. But that's not, it's not a nice thing. I'm not bragging about it. It's actually very lonely because yeah. I get on well with men. You know, I get on better with men than I do women. So yeah. most of my close-knit family around me they're all dudes um unfortunately as i got older i found out that they're interested in more than a friendship um but some of them were successful and that's the last time that i a little you know fling with one of them was i was friends with someone and 
it just takes one little thing for me to be attracted to them and see them in a different light. Can you give me an example? Um, an example. Oh, God, let me think. Because when you first mm-hmm. met them, did you not see them? No, no. And did they not say that they were interested in you ever? No, they, see, never. That's weird. I never, never let that happen. Okay. There's Just, so many guys that aren't is, like you. I yeah. never let that this happen. This is weird. So this this one person I knew for a long time, nothing had ever happened between us, complete friendship, nothing else. And then one day after, I think, 11 months, he pulled out a ring on me. What? Whoa. And got down on one knee. I thought you say he pulled out something else, to no. be honest. <laughs> no, seriously. No, like, com- that's not appropriate. Completely out of the blue and was like, look, Francis. I, you know, I know we're not in a relationship. I know we've never kissed, but I think we should do it the old-fashioned way. But I'm out of my mind. <laughs> yeah. Here's a ring. I think we should do it the old-fashioned way, and I'm willing to wait as long as you want. It's like, dude, I'm, I was like, I didn't want to hurt him, but I was like, it's not about I'm not ready. It's that I don't see you like that. Right. But in his own mind, he saw you like these that. men sometimes around me build up their own little fantasy land and have their own relationship with me that doesn't exist. Right. So sometimes it can be scary. Yeah. Because well, then you lose a friend, too, so that's sort of yeah. sad. Yeah, and they they've been dropping like flies since I've moved <laughs> to LA. I'm sure, and that's kind of that sucks because some of them I've felt you know I've cared do you feel, for them a lot. Do you feel um, betrayed by that? Oh yeah, definitely. Especially the ones who mm-hmm. don't tell you until you know they whip. they're down on one knee. Yeah, or they whip someone. That's out. crazy. Right. Yeah, I don't know how that guys do that. Or they're they amazing. get drunk and then all high, and then all of a sudden all this stuff splits out, and it's like. <clears throat> I didn't know any of this. And it's like, well, I've been waiting for the right time to tell me. I'm like, to tell you. I'm like, well, six months ago, but the it would thing have been is, great. Guys, want, guys look at you and they're like, yeah, but how do you not know? They're not friends with you to be friends with you. And that's when it's not fair for girls because you're like, well, I just want to be friends with guys. It's not fair to me. See, that's what I learned a little too late. You see, yeah. I'm, I'm 26 now and I kind of, I, I have to be honest, I have been pretty naive up until this point. So I'd say like the last, since I broke up with my ex-boyfriend, um, the last sort of six, seven months was a real eye opener. Yeah. Because everyone around me who I kind of trusted, as soon as I broke up, all of a sudden you're single. Oh, they're like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about the guy where it did change from friendship to. Um, well, I think with him, it was more of a sort of. I, don't, I really can't explain it. It's just, you know, that, you know, when you just start to get chemistry with someone, and it's just that little spark. And it wasn't there originally? No. Like, I, I, you know, I knew him for a little while and we'd been out plenty. Um, nothing, n- nothing, no attraction, didn't find him attractive, didn't think he was handsome, nothing. And then this one night we went out for dinner and he made me laugh so much. And he was, he was just really attractive in the way he was talking. And he was, you know, very responsible and caring and saying, not talking me into bed, but it was like, I saw a different side to him. And normally I see the goofy, friendshipy, like silly side. And I saw this mature man and I thought, hmm, kind of missing out here because he's showing me that he's a he's a catch. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I gave him a little chance. Didn't work out. That's all right. <laughs> no, but still, you, still but so you were attracted to him. No, no, it ended pretty badly. Oh. Um, but this was a while ago. This is a while ago. But um, yeah, uh, it, but sometimes men don't have, you know, honorable um Intention. They intentions don't, yeah yeah and Let, when they get rejected they also yeah and also they have this thing harshly where they if they've been pursuing you for a while and they've been in the friend zone then when they get the chance of more it's kind of like they take a little revenge yeah you know and it's oh, like they do. oh i'm a i'm yeah. a have fun with that and then yeah i'm sticking my fingers up right now you know like they just <laughs> they're not interested anymore they just want it's like the pursuit it's the chase you know yeah. and some guys will pretend to be friends with you for a long ass time That's just crazy. to get somewhere with you and mm-hmm. luckily 99% of the time I've realized that 
couple of times I've been, you know. So what does that do for out. you? Like, does that put more barriers? Because you were saying before, you're that girl who has the bitch shield or the yeah. bitch sign on her face. The fuck off sign. So does that come from being approached so much by um, God? Like- it comes from being messed around a lot, I think. And it comes from men assuming that you're a certain way what this gentleman said earlier on about you know good looking women are you know some a lot of the time they just want the money or they want a certain type of guy or whatever and being pigeonholed into that already before you even open your mouth a lot of the time people have you pegged as oh well she'll just want that 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 and that and it's not true I don't think it's for every woman. I just no, said it's subsets. Yeah, you know, said some, yeah, but but you do sometimes you do get pigeonholed, especially you know people ask what I do for a living, and I'm like, oh, I'm a model. <clears throat> I kind of I feel sometimes uncomfortable saying it because automatically within a split second they have like, a judgment about you. They have a judgment. It's like, oh, you do that, oh, great. Okay. Well, you just want a certain thing. And it's like, no, I'm really not like that. I work really hard. I live on my own. And you feel like I you pay my own bills. Yeah. So you're saying that that so in okay. That's what you have going on in your mind, right? Mm-hmm. So you put up a certain shield in yeah. a way to protect yourself. Because yeah. in the past, you may have had certain men come to approach you for the wrong reasons or mess around with your head a little bit. Yeah. So that shield is there for you. Mm-hmm. So what I'm gauging is the more that you get hit on, the more you get treated poorly potentially by yeah. men, the bigger the shield is that's put in place. Exactly. Yeah. So for you, when guys do approach you, like let's say somebody like Ralph would approach you with great intentions. He's an awesome guy who's if he asks you what you're doing, he's doing it because he actually really wants to get to know you. Yeah. Um, what? How? How would or how does he approach you in a way so that that barrier drops? Like, what could you hear that would show you? Oh, that's not why you're couldn't hear me. anything. It would be actions. Okay. No words. That's another thing that I've that's really changed me since I moved to LA. The words thing is lovely to hear things, but men are very good at saying stuff. Right. So, so what kind me, of it's... actions? Because if there was an awesome guy like Ralph, yeah, and you were kind of being a bitch, yeah, I'm guessing you'd be like, "Fuck you, I'm yeah. out of here." Yeah. So therefore, it's a misconnection because well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a bitch, but I would be slightly reserved, you know, and test, yeah, test. Well, like you, testing. like you said earlier, like, oh God. Yeah, that's. I kind can't of, remember saying that, but apparently that, I did. Um, that's that's a barrier. That's yeah, like I'd a be, shield. I'd be less inclined to be like, "Hey, let me tell you my life story on the first day." Oh, let's get drunk and have fun. It it would be it would have to be very slowly taken, you know, and I'd have to see his actions. And you know, if he calls me when he says he's going to call me, or he picks he's on time when he picks me up, it's kind of little things, and it seems. You know, would he have to work for you to get you a little bit? Like, because I'm, I'm. Uh, this is what I'm picturing: is that you would be intrigued, but guarded, but you wouldn't make it so easy, right? No. So you may not respond back right away. You may not say yes to the first request for a date. Am, yeah. I, am I right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you did find him attractive yeah. and liked him. Well, who wouldn't? Let's be honest. <laughs> but these are things that you would potentially do. Yeah. Right. I mean, the t- the testing thing sounds really, really mean, and it's kind of not the correct word for it. It's I, more, I don't like that word actually. Yeah, I, I don't like it either. I don't think that when test for sport, they do it to protect themselves ex- and exactly. evaluate who is in front of them. Exactly, and it's also to see if someone's words are going to mirror their actions. Because if they don't, there's a massive disconnection there, and there's there's it's just going to get worse. Right. If someone's actions aren't consistent at the beginning they're not going to get any better like that's just that's the person that sounds like a lot of work for you not for you to get them no for them a lot of work to get you when you are not being so open yeah it's true so It's it's interesting because most likely you you probably have guys who 
are in it for the competitive factor to win. Yeah. And the, on the tail end of this, like after all the testing, I'm putting air quotes, is done, that's probably who ends up at that end when really awesome guys probably give up after a while because they're like, you're not worth my time. Yeah. You're not making true. it so easy. Yeah. So, but that is how y- you are working right now. No, I mean, I think over the years, what I learned was the nice ones will stick around. The, the ones who do just want a certain thing normally drop out after like one or two months and they say oh they slip God. up. <laughs> they slip oh. up. No, but this is interesting <laughs> information for people to hear. Like, yeah. This is a long road they ahead. Yeah. So think about whether or not you want to invest in yeah. this. But people but slip up. You know, you can, you can only hold a facade for a certain amount of time. Right. And, but that is what you were saying too. You, you date that way as well. Yeah, but also it's funny. Like I am a very honest in that if I'm on a first date and I know it didn't go well, I don't say something like, oh, well, you know, we'll talk soon or, you know, I'll text you later. I say, it was nice meeting you. And yeah. I never say anything else. I will yeah. never see you again. Right. I mean, that would be horrible. I just say, Tell- nice meeting you is a much better way to be honest than it's saying, true. if I want to see you again, I say, yeah, you I know, I'll give you a call, but something like that. But I would never lie. Right. Tell me more about the actions. Um, and this is very helpful, by the way, and really interesting because I see you crossing your yeah, arms yeah, now. Yeah. So, like, no, no, please. No, no, no. But, um, no, I'm fine. Um, so, actions are, I don't know, say at the beginning, small things. Like I said, being on time, saying you're going to pick someone up at a certain time, you pick them up. Oh, at these a are easy time. things. Little things. Um, you know, you call Those a person. Those are huge things for me, too, that my husband did do. Yeah. He always. He he called. He answered the phone. It's respect. <laughs> he responded. You know? Yeah, that was very important to me. It's respect, and it's also I hate liars more than anything in the world. Like it's my pet peeve, and I am very honest. And you know, I I am pretty honest in the fact that I'm not easy. But it's because of stuff that I've been through with men. Right. And I was in a very serious relationship for three years um, with an older man, and. Um, it ended horribly, you know, and I don't, I learned a lot from that relationship. I don't want that to happen again. Mm. And if I'd listened to my gut instinct and if I'd followed not so much the rules that I follow now, but if I'd focused on what I knew in my mind was right and wrong, I would never have got to three years. It would have got to six months and I would have told him to fuck off a lot sooner. Right. But unfortunately, I gave him the benefit of the doubt and another chance around. and a chance and a chance and oh, he doesn't mean that. And, and it was all bullshit. So now I think... I've learned a lot from him. I learned a lot from the fact that his words never mirrored his actions. So from now on, even something small, like calling me back when you say you're going to, is big for me. Mm-hmm. You know, not being wined and dined and bought a handbag or all that crap doesn't mean anything to me. It's someone who has the respect to treat you like a human mm-hmm. rather than some, you know, chick they just want to have their Put fun on their with. Face. Yeah, fucking show off in front of someone and then you know leave you that's 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 pretty obvious to spot at the beginning and little things like i said can mount up to to figuring out that this man is genuine and he's really genuinely interested and you know i don't expect some huge commitment or you know a ring up front but but 11 months later you do because that's the guy did no <laughs> no not 11 months but you know it's sometimes it's nice for a woman to know that it is going somewhere and you know you're not just some little fling you're not just some arm time, candy yeah or some yeah. to fill in some I, I time hear what you think about what well the, the the thing i was going to say that's an unfortunate truth again as we're saying there's different subsets of all people you know while i appreciate genuineness and i'm a very honest upfront guy if someone says you know if you're gonna call you call whatever but there are girls that don't want things to be easy there's a lot of girls like that that by not texting them back, 
by not responding right away, that girl will be like, oh, what's going on yeah, with this guy? Chase. It's right. The and chase. that's the sad I truth that. is that when there is a genuine person, sometimes you don't know the difference because the past is proven right. that they sometimes it's it better to be uh, unattainable right away. You know what's funny, though? The opposite of that is I've been in this, the position where I've been honest and I've texted back straight away and mm-hmm. I've called and I've done all that stuff. And it gets called desperate right it's like oh she texts me back straight away oh she's a bit keen no i'm just a fucking decent person right no i agree with that but it's unfortunately that sometimes you have to in in this society alter your uh desires to do something because it makes you seem too easy yeah Yeah. and that's a sad truth that you have like even i've told friends of mine and it's true like if a girl texts you wait five minutes before you text her back that's all i'm saying wait five minutes and it's <laughs> it's an unfortunate truth most guys are like oh shit she texted me i'm gonna text her <laughs> back and that little difference is, makes it seem like you're at least is it possible have something going on. on the first date to just break down the walls and have that conversation no are you the type no you're a crazy you person you're no. a crazy person because i feel like i could get real with someone and be like the problem is though you see then there's the other side of it you're giving that other person the upper hand and you don't know them well enough to whether they deserve to have the upper hand on you what if they completely manipulate you throughout the relationship you have to make sure that you're letting your walls down with the right person yeah because men are manipulative you know women are too not yeah. one-sided but and not all for either one there's the subsets of every everyone you know there's some people that are genuinely good and some people are going to screw you over for the purpose of hey i banged a model last week i fucking tricked her for two months and finally got in her pants there are people out there that do that Mm -hmm. my friend sarah who was on our podcast recently was on has been going out with this guy and she said it was going great she really liked him and then she accidentally forgot to respond to one of his text messages and then she responded the next day and she said ever since then he now takes a day to respond to the text messages (laughs) That's the game. And she's like, it's ruined. And she's like, because I literally accidentally forgot to respond. She said, I thought I responded because it was a kind of incident. But then you should talk about it with the person. Right. But she's like, but I'm not comfortable enough to say, like, I forgot. And so now there's this thing. She's like, it's ruined. It's over. But does she want to be with someone that's as childish? Well, that's what I said. What a turn I go, now he's playing playing, playing immature because he's like getting you back. Oh, gross. It's awful. (laughs) It's so pathetic. I want to take a couple of minutes uh, before the show is over and and answer some of the questions from our readers. We have a segment that's called Overanalyze This because we overanalyze to death. And hopefully you guys will help us overanalyze some of these questions from our listeners. If anybody wants to write in questions to overanalyze this, write them in to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Dot com. All right, here is the first question. This email is very difficult for me to send. First off, I just wanted to thank you. I have severe depression and anxiety, and your advice has started to help me gain has made some it worse. confidence and stuff. <laughs> Actually, I want to kill myself now. Stop self-harm. Okay, now straight to the question. It is not easy for me to meet girls. I'm very shy, and it doesn't help that I'm kind of ugly. This is just wow. like me being down on so, myself. So Even the people I consider close friends tell me that. How can I be uh, how can I be confident and social at the same time uh, the, the at the bar and the po- and wait sorry bar and party life isn't really for me so where is an appropriate way to meet girls sorry this is so lengthy and please don't use my name if you answer this question no, just <laughs> written in by John Smith yes exactly Alameda, okay. so he so you know separate there are some depression 
issues here, but it's a really good question. So, it's also weird that he referred to himself as ugly. I've never really heard anyone say that before. That's a, a lot of people. A lot of, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people yeah where they I've say, I'm not really that. the best looking guy, but I've got Yeah, but that's a different thing. I'm not the best looking guy yeah, is actually, very different than ugly. ugly. Yeah, if we get these emails, it tends to be, I'm not the best looking guy, but I'm good at this, or I've yeah. got this good job, blah, blah, blah. He didn't say anything positive about himself. You see, yeah. what that guy needs to hear is, personally, I think Brad Pitt is ugly. I do too. Yeah. I do too. And I've said that on the show before. Don't get it at all. Me neither. So he needs to stop thinking that he's ugly because in someone else's eyes, he could be perfect for them. Yeah. You know, so many, so many of my ex-boyfriends are not the greatest looking guys. Um, it doesn't didn't mean anything to me. Yeah, men are lucky because thank God that women don't care so much about physicality. Yeah, you know, well, thank God. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Let me physicality. I'm just physicality. saying that in general, like I'm not in the greatest shape, right? I'm not the greatest looking, but I can get women above my pay grade, so to yeah. speak, by being semi charming. Yeah. Where the other way it doesn't work as it much. Definitely does not. Work. Yeah, because if you're talking down about yourself and you're not the best looking, then you're not. Then you're even more unattractive. Yeah. I have a friend. Yeah. His name is Pascal. He is a short, fat, one-eyed black dude. Okay. Is this the guy that went the out with? No, it's a different okay. guy. He yeah. has very little money, but he has one of the most engaging personalities. He lights up a room wherever he goes. He was. I like him already. He's so cool, and he was a, like a nightclub promoter in New York. But I mean, no one would call this guy good-looking. He's bald. He literally has to wear an eye. When iPad. you said one eye, for some reason, I literally pictured the one eye in the center. <laughs> of the <laughs> <laughs> He's and kinda, a bald head. Like he looks a little bit like like a CeeLo type, you know, yeah. but with one eye and shorter. Wow. But. He is always with Short. gorgeous models because he's so charming yeah. and so fun to be around that you just want to hang out with the guy. Right. So you as a, a guy can get past physical limitations if he makes up for it in other ways. Girls can't, unfortunately. Yeah. They have to find someone just as way just like you know, men are based like we said earlier, they're attracted to physical. Women are more attracted to mental. So thank God for that for for us guys that are yeah. not in great shape. Yeah, so whatever your name is that I, that I can't say on the show, you shouldn't have signed your name if you don't want me to say your name. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love what I'm hearing right now is that looks are not that important. But separate from this, what we're talking about, like let's take away the depression and anxiety and the ugly part that he stated and just go for the question, how can I become more confident and social? Thank God for the digital age. You don't have to yeah. leave your house. You could hit on women in your underpants. Okay. You know, so, so you're saying practice putting yourself stay, out Stay there. at home and do it on Match. Do it on Tinder. Who cares if she says no? No one's going to see you. You're home by yourself. Yeah, right. stop practicing with women in supermarkets and stuff. Like, just say the odd little hello. That's a big thing, too. You know? I made, I made a self-conscious uh, decision to at least smile and say hi to girls when I'm walking down the street. Because I normally don't do that. But I forced myself to get into that mentality. Because I only meet women online. I don't meet them out in the real world. Because right. I'm you really sh shitty at hitting a woman. But So if I'm that guy and I don't like doing the cold approach, I will use an online dating site because who cares if they say no? You're home by yourself. There's right. no anxiety at all. Do you find, because we talk about how women, they get flooded with getting hit on by guys online, is it hard it's to get terrible. responses? It's terrible. Do you get a lot of responses no, or no? No, you don't. You okay. just have to accept that. I mean, right. it's just, you know, in, in uh, this modern society, it's also, uh, I'm a girl and I may have had a connection and then some billionaire offers her a trip to Maui and I never hear from the girl again. I mean, that's just the right. nature of the world we live in. And I was saying with what you were talking about before, there are a lot of girls that only care about that. Go on Instagram and see how many girls are traveling the world with no discernible sense of income and only have <laughs> themselves in the photo. 
who do you think's taking the picture? Yeah. You know? And it's some 70-year-old bald dude that just paid for the trip. <laughs> you know, I guess this God. girl in her shoes is going on a private plane. And I'm like, come on. We know what's going on here. If you yeah. had to put up the, the picture of the guy that paid for it, no girls would put up photos anymore. I right. mean, not mo- you know, anyone that's doing it that way. Right. But you have to. The thing that's nice about online dating is it does no effort. I go on Tinder right now. I'm just swiping left and right. I don't have to look. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but you know what else is good for that guy is that when you do meet someone online, you can build a relationship with them without having to see each other. Yeah, no. and you could take your time and to craft a response because there's no immediacy is not an issue. You don't have to be funny off the top of your head. You could wait a few minutes, especially if he has you know um, self-image issues and yeah. depression and stuff. Like he can, you know not get to a woman with his personality but it works on me you know sometimes women are personality chicks and yeah it would be nice for him to show who he is to someone without you know having to an online face dating right exactly. away you know well, let me right ask away. you a question so where where are you open to meeting men and being approached are there places that you're not open um to it? Or times, like when you're at the gym or when you're at the supermarket? No, I mean, no. Uh, you know, people, men don't really come up to me anymore. I don't really go to bars because I don't drink. So the places where people come up to me is Facebook, Twitter, um, well, all online. I'm not on Tinder or anything like that. But, you know, I have social media. I use it for work. Um, so people, you know, they they approach me that way. But So never when you're out and about or are you never out and about? Um I've never been approached out and about for a while. I mean, I get whistled at in the street sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. I never Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> but so where do you where do you meet people then? Yeah, I don't think I really do. I don't really. I mean, I kind of focus on on work. That sounds really boring, but um, I work a lot, and you know, there are there are people in my life. Um, you know that I care. Friends, friends of friends, do you seem to meet? Or um, I do. Yeah. Um, but mainly, you know, because my life is kind of torn between here and England, a lot of people who, you know, well, one particular who, you know, I'm very fond of, he lives in England um, and I live here and, you know, it's it's kind of awkward. Um, and if you're not in a rush to, you know, get married tomorrow and have a baby tomorrow or sleep with someone or whatever, you kind of just don't really care as much. And yeah. I kind of don't really care. I'm just more interested in sort of getting on and if something happens or I meet someone then you know I meet someone but I'm not looking for anything you would know? you be open to being approached anywhere yeah How yeah you doing? unless I'm like on the <laughs> toilet or something but like no but even there no yeah. oh. no like, I can see like sometimes you see a girl a beautiful girl Spare in the square? gym and if they have big headphones on that's saying don't bother me yeah you know? is that true yeah no, no, no. It's not true. No, I you can definitely. Still I think that there's certain signs you look for. Maybe it's also because I don't like hitting on women in the wild. Right. But uh, <laughs> it, my brother's Thank great you. at it. My brother is I... amazing at hitting on women. In, in, in uh, like he meets. What's more his women. approach? He's so likable and just like. First of all, we're twins, but he's five seven and I'm six six. What? You know, and um, he's just in, he gets in the friend zone most of the time though because his approach is so likable and yeah. easygoing nice guy yeah. that they, he gets numbers left and right but never it's 90% of the time he's they friends. want to hang out his friends yeah, that's a friend. killer yeah that's so it's, a it's a good and a bad for him is it yeah. because he doesn't put his intentions out there that that's for sure but also he I mean he has no fear with hitting on women it amazes me I have no certain guys like that that could go up to a table of six women at a bar 
at a, at a restaurant, even sometimes and just even I saw one of my friends hit on a guy, a girl that was sitting with a guy, <gasps> but he could tell that they were just friends. Right. And he went over and he started talking to the guy first and then got her number. Like wow. there's certain people that can there are people out there that can do that. What, what do these people do? Do you know? I mean, for a living or no, like, he's what, like, like this guy, this one it? guy, he's a, he's a little more uh, sticky. Like yeah. he does poetry and all this nonsense oh, dear that Lord. I don't even think he believes, <laughs> but he's good looking and he has an accent and he can be charming. And he like, at a, I was sitting with him once at a Starbucks and he wrote a poem, like his standard poem Roses that he writes. Red, and he blue. brought it to a girl and he said, you inspired me to write this. I don't want to bother you, but I just wanted to give it Ew, this I'm to sorry, you. but I would throw up. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. Yeah. Look, Literally. it probably fails oh, more than it works. Gross. But when you have no fear and do it all the time, yeah. it's, there was a famous quote where uh, it was a joke on SNL where this comedian said that he hits someone by saying i want to jump your bones that's his opening line yeah. and he says Jeez. nine nine hundred ninety nine times out of a thousand it fails but that one, one time, time it's always got to work oh once yeah. so even though that's horrible i'm not saying that i would condone that but you never know what might work like i said before everybody can be approached at one time or another and it might work for them yeah mm-hmm. just don't keep friend zoning yourself because that's just, that's i'm that's i'm depressing. the guy that i will instantly once i know that i want to be more i put it out there you know yeah. i'd say and if a girl says well i'd like to just be what well, can we hang out just as friends my answer usually is i have a ton of friends i'm not interested <laughs> to you as a friend if you don't want to do more than that then I, I appreciate it but we should stop now yeah I don't like you that much. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I just feel that way. How do people make friends? Because no one's ever hiring for friends. Well, bo- <laughs> you know what I mean. Everyone's always like, I'm as good you get on older, friends. you make less friends. You know I what? Know. I guess I didn't older, start early both. enough. No, you realize that boys and girls can't be friends Isn't most that sad? of the time. I totally disagree. I uh, used to be that. What did so you just I. say? No, I'll tell you he why. Just no, said it. I said, but he if I, if I want, two of my best friends are gorgeous girls. But you got them when you were younger. Absolutely not. Do you want to have sex with them? I've slept in bed with them. Have you ever thought about that? Never once. Never. Never once. Liar. I swear Liar. on my life. She'll, we could call her right now. She's actually a famous actress. The one that was now Who? married to the guy. So um, you wouldn't. If she no. was standing there naked, I know like, her come on, I look boy. at her like a sister, and sure. I have no interest in her. Do you think mm-hmm. she ever liked you? No. We could, I, I swear to God we could call her right now. Her name is Jennifer Esposito. She's on oh. a lot of TV shows and stuff like that. Her. Yeah, and she just I married. I have no idea who she is, so let's call her. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and I'm telling you that <laughs> we've talked about it all the time. I just look at her like a sister. That we People don't believe. Girls have broken up with me because Because her and I hang out so much they think that for sure I'm fucking her on the side but I have zero interest in her and I just and I know she's pretty. She used to go out with Bradley Cooper. Yeah, she was married to Bradley Cooper. Oh, she was married. Yeah, she's oh, married. I used yeah. to know Bradley. We Damn know him. her. But oh, um, she's had some fun. And uh, yeah, she has some <laughs> crazy stories. I can I tell bet. you. And I don't want to say about them, but she's had I'm some sure. great stories. Tell me after the show. But um, her and uh, my co-host of my radio show is a beautiful girl, and we are just friends. And people say to me all the time, they don't understand it. When she just started dating a guy seriously, and I'm so happy for her, like I'm really. I saw her put up a picture of this guy, and I emailed her and said, I like the way you look in. With this guy, you guys should date. And she goes, Well, we actually, I think we are. Like, I got excited for her. Uh And I think it's rare, but it is possible. I used to be that way, Uh thinking it's not possible. You don't believe me, but Uh I'll tell you what. I will, after the show, I want you to call either of them and they will tell you the same exact thing. Okay. I'm telling you. Telling so you're like the 0.1% then. It's uh, just like we said before. It is possible for all no, things. I, I, I'll say, I, listen, I, I, on the flip side, I don't know how guys in my life have felt. Like I have an idea of how they felt. And obviously it's been said to me sometimes in the past. But for me as a woman, I, I can be friends with guys, even though now I, you know, I have a husband. Um, but. At some point in my friendship with them, I did go in that other direction where I thought could it potentially happen, but always went back to no, 
Yeah, it could. But it probably, but probably the guy feels that way though. Usually. A friendship for men and women starts because one person was attracted to the Very other. Very true. You know? Yeah. And then, like with, with Jennifer, the way it started was my brother, and I think this might be why, too, was into her. And whenever a girl, whenever my brother's into a girl, I can't look at that girl that way. Right. It's just weird to me. So this is like back when we were 17. He was trying to take her out. It didn't really work out. Then we all became friends, right? And I just always looked at her like almost like, oh, it's a girl my brother was dating. And I just feel it would never... Never do that. We can. I can never date a girl my brother dated. Right. So that's possibly why. Just like if I know a friend of mine is married, I immediately don't look at them that way. It just it's just how I am. Uh, this is how a lot of men are. Men are very single focused, and they have certain rules in their mind. Right. Like, okay, you're engaged now. That means like it, Jen it's could not actually uh, call me up drunk one night and say, "I broke up with my husband. I want to blow you right now. I'm coming over." I would say, "You're fucking crazy. We've been friends for 20 years. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that." Oh, so she does like you? No, she's never I'm done kidding. that. Yeah, but I'm saying that I just that's how I am with both of them. Um, Melissa, you're like, come over. I want Bradley Cooper's Bradley. Uh, old uh, yeah, believe me, stuff I, on my wiener. The only thing I use Jen for is I use her celebrity to try and meet other people. That I have done. I'll be honest with you. And yeah. she'll, she'll joke about that all the time that we've I've done that in the past. Yeah. We were at a party once here in L.A. and she told everyone that I was her producer just so that I could meet women. That's good. Yeah. Good female friend. Good a great friend, place yeah. to wrap up this show on. I'm sorry we didn't get to more questions for Overanalyze This. Uh, but hopefully next episode we'll do a full Overanalyze This episode. But if you want to write in questions, write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. And please go get a copy of Behind the Scenes of the Ask Women Podcast. It's a video Kristen and I shot where we filmed what happens before and after the podcast and it was shot by harvey from yes exactly. sabrina the teenage so witch. a celebrity shot it too so be, i think go we get found it. her next date it seems. <laughs> seriously winggirlmethod.com slash behind and i want to thank our guests i will start with ralph Sutton. please thank tell you. people where to listen to your podcast uh, and your show my show is the sdr show that's the podcast you go to anywhere in social media or the sdr show.com it's all the sdr show my radio show is the tour bus it's on from maine to hawaii so if it's on in your neighborhood you probably know about it already and then i am everywhere at I am Ralph Sutton, R-A-L-P-H-S-U-T-T-O-N. I am on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all the same. And that's where you find little old me. Awesome. And how about Francie? You can follow me at Francoise Booth, F-R-A-N-C-O-I-S-E. That's dirty. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I know. Sucks. And that's it. Not as fancy as Ralph's here, but... Get a load of Francoise Booth. Get a load of Francoise Booth. I'm sure you hear that a lot, right? Okay. Thank you to everybody who listens. Without you, we cannot continue to do this show. We're now like... What are we? Like us? Like three millionth episode or something? It's three million. Yes. And now we've had 50 downloads in total. Of this show. Uh, but thank you so much for supporting the show. You guys are awesome, and we'll see you next week. Want advice and step by step instructions on how to get the girl sent right into your mailbox every single day? Then sign up for your free Wing Girl Method newsletter at winggirlmethod.com slash advice. When you sign up, you'll also get a free copy of my best-selling book, 10 Devastating Mistakes Men Make with Women and How to Avoid Them. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash advice and sign up now.